0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
1: Welcome to TPQ20, where we go beyond the page with poets about passions, process, pitfalls, and poetry. I'm Courtney Margolin.
0: And I'm Chris Margolin. Let's expand the conversation.
1: Hey. Hi. How are you guys?
0: We're doing well. How are you doing?
1: pretty good <laughs> uh, welcome
0: well welcome uh, i'm chris uh, and i'm
1: courtney welcome to nice tpq20 of- <laughs> see you guys i've you know always talked online but never you know, yeah, <laughs> it's,
0: know one of the it's one of the best things about tpq20 has been the the fact that we finally get to actually hear and connect with uh in a more uh, more than just a twitter world Uh, people that you know people that we love talking to um and uh so we always like to start off by saying you know we know who you are um but you may be new to some of our audience um so if you were to kind of give your elevator pitch on who you are um who are you
1: (laughs) um well I would say um (laughs) woman child (laughs) Tear, as as my website proclaims. But um, I came to writing, um, I definitely am a a person who, as a younger person, I, you know, had a very hard pass and abuse and things like that. And so um, for a long time, my writing was delayed, you know, like a lot of people who, you know, they've got to be in a safe space to be able to like really put themselves out there. So I, I think Sometimes I I represent, like, perhaps a a different alternate route to writing in which, you know, we always see, like, the prodigy or the whatever, and I'm the (laughs) person who finally gets it together after a lot of lollygagging, you know, (laughs) for a long time until they feel safe and find their safe place. Maybe they always had a voice, but they find a safe place to express it.
0: Perfect. Well, I think you you definitely, uh, when you came into writing, um, (laughs) you you came in with, uh, with a ferocity, um, and a, trage- a trajectory that has been pretty, uh, pretty fantastic these last few years. Um, so what, you know, what do you can, what do you think, what are your passions when it comes to, you know, this world of literature and poetry, you know, what are your passions? Who do you love reading? Um, and, you know, what are those things that, from your world that you kind of bring into your writing that maybe we don't know about you.
1: Oh, I'm definitely something I bring in for my world for sure is, um, I live in the woods and I'm a very reclusive person also, but I have this kind of, you know, I, I went through a period in my life where I was a topless dancer. I have a weird, you know, background of like doing what seems like extroverted things, but I'm very much an introvert. <laughs> and so like, I spend, but I've, I've always found ways to like express it, you know, like in these, um, sort of, uh, you know, controlled, like, show something about myself. And when I was stripping, I was a woman child there too. I was a schoolgirl. And when I do my writing, that same kind of voice comes through for sure. But, but, um, people I love are people who have very, um, unique and refined voices and also just ability to be like vulnerable still, you know? I mean, I just think that's such a, um, I think Pink Plastic House, what I, um, my poetry journal, people I publish, that's what I, I like, you know, the boldness, but also vulnerability and like some of my favorite people are like, um, uh, Michael Chang, I absolutely adore and have, you know, um, also, um, just, I mean, all of the people that I publish at Pink Plastic House, I listened to your interview with KB recently, yes. that I had the privilege of publishing and just, you know, you know those people that just represent a place, like my friend Justin Carter, he represents Buffalo so well, and like always, in his, you know, I love people who are, um, represent their geography and, and pres- take you to a new place.
0: Nice, perfect, and. I love over the last couple of years watching what you've done with Pink Plastic House to bring it to the, to the you know, I think it's one of the few, it's one of the few presses out there that you know do really look for that you know what is that avant-garde thing? What's that that <laughs> one thing that you never really thought you could get away with writing about? Um, <laughs> you you can find a home for it here, and I think that's that's been one of the cooler things watching watching uh your press grow um it's pretty it's oh, been pretty cool you. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um
0: so you are obviously a very prolific writer uh you have if i feel like you have you know, four or five books coming out at all times.
1: Um, <laughs> no. Well, right now, uh, yeah, I've got one actually coming out very soon I, I need to talk, <laughs> to talk about is um, The Stakes with really serious literature. It's in pre-orders right now. So it's, and it's a very important book to me because it's about um, women, feminism and um, women being destroyed by fire in history and in contemporary times, including Jessica Chambers who was a Southern girl like me who lived in Mississippi and was burned alive and um, and then women in India and you know all over the world that it happens to but it's not I think it's often looked at as you know something that happens in other cultures and we forget you know that we have great misogyny and our Mm -hmm. own (laughs) societies that still you know lives in these primal you know ways and so I I just I it's just an important book to me because I tried it I, All my life, I um I associated abuse with fire because I was abused by a fireman. So those two things in my mind always went together. And I would read about these stories about Joan of Arc and everything. I was always attracted to these weird the history of that, and that's what the book is about. You know, is takes poems to tell stories about women and their, the relationship of you know how their destruction and fire and misogyny how powerful thank you
0: yeah that sounds that sounds incredible and I, I know that you have a you know I know that you have a love for history and in that in, you know
1: in yes I love learning that, that's my favorite I think as a poet or writer the best thing that you can doing if you don't you know if you, not everybody can write every day but you can read every day and research every day you know what I'm saying just yeah. a little bit here or there and like learn something you want to write about
0: yeah well and you know, I guess, I guess that leads us pretty easily into our next question about process, like, you know, because there is such a, a research value to a lot of your work, and because you live in form, um, you know, what is your process for putting together uh, your work, and how does it differ depending on, you know, are you writing a, a fiction piece, a novel, or are you writing a, you know, a group mm-hmm. of of sonnets i mean what is your what's your process for putting this together you uh do you have any superstitions you go through or rituals (laughs) when you're writing well i mean definitely i'm
1: different i I I'm doing a book of short stories that'll come out later this year and it's all, I mean, I'm almost finished with it now, but it's writing fiction to me has a whole different ritual than writing poetry. That's something I've learned because I can listen to music and with lyrics. And when I write fiction, when I write poetry, I have to listen to like music that doesn't have any kind of lyric. I love to listen to music, but it has to have no lyric, nobody else's words. (laughs) And and I'm like very, I'm like the total nerd when it comes to writing poetry comes to writing fiction. I'm like, you know, it's just my, more fun you know I just feel a lot more liberated as far as my process like you know which is great I mean I think you know that's been the the fun part of like starting to write I did write a novel um Crow Carriage and just having doing those kind of things you know you you learn you have you can have a different ritual and like set yourself free and try new that I love creating in that way that you just try new things and you know learn something about yourself
0: Yeah. Well, what is it about, you know, you are, you're definitely known for sonnets. Um, What is it about form that you kind of, that you fell in love with?
1: Well, I wrote when I was in high school is when I first wrote a sonnet, and it was an assignment, you know. And it, <laughs> it was just something. Um, I think back then because I had, <laughs> you know, because I had that assignment too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I taught high school for a year, and I made my students do it too. So, <laughs> but I think for me, it was like something I immediately clicked with because I'm like a uh, very. Um, I, you know, I would say neurodivergent <laughs> when you know where I need a lot of rules and I need a lot of structure mm. and you know um, all like I just think also because I had a chaotic life that felt very good to know like if I'm gonna write about this terrible traumatic thing that happened to me, it's only gonna last 14 lines. But it made me be bold. You know what I'm saying? It made me be. You oh. can't. You know? Okay, I can't wait till line 10 to finally get this part out. You gotta. Be bold and say things, and so it forced me to have a kind of um, boldness that I don't naturally have. I think, you know, and so it gave me a, a um, forced bravery. <laughs> I would say, you know, and so it's been like a comfort. Where you know, then you know you like no, and and plus like for me now, like I kind of internalized all the structure. I don't think about it, so it's not like to me it's like writing free verse. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think about it. Probably people think about form more that write free verse. (laughs) I think because they're deciding when does this line end. I don't make that decision. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) it's like well, it's gonna end here. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like and, and to me, I focus more on content because I wasn't ever
0: making those other questions, you know? I like that. I like that a lot. I, I like that mm-hmm. as the, the idea of, that a of form is bravery um, and allowing for those rules and structure to kind of provide <laughs> the voice that you, you know, that you really like. Is there a, Is there a form that we haven't yet seen from you that you are kind of like hiding somewhere in the (laughs) background that we're going to get from
1: you? I mean, I have written a few Villanelles, but like, I don't, mostly I write sonnets and then I've written a lot in some of my books, like um, Candy, um, Woman Child, (laughs) Candy, Cigarette, Woman Child Noir. I did um, prose poems, interspersed to, you know, kind of introduce things. And I did that too in the stakes. And I'm really happy with the, Prose poems in there. It just gives, uh, you know, that's just like an organizational thing I did. But it was just fun to like, you know, give myself an excuse to do those, and um, uh, and then people, some people are like, I like those. <laughs> <Okay>. Good, <laughs> but I, yeah, I like to try. I do like to try new things, you know, sometimes.
0: Nice. Well, and you've been so you've been doing this now for a little while. Um, this whole, you know, this whole poetry adventure. Um, and we, you know, we always like to ask people about kind of the stumbling blocks and pitfalls that might've come up along the way. Uh, Um,
1: are there any that you, um, remember running into that, uh, were really memorable and how did you navigate them, um, and come through the other side? Or have you
0: come through the other side?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Really? I don't know. (laughs) I used to get, you know, um, I used to take things a lot more, um, uh, Personally, I guess I would say, or you know, I think anybody, you know, when you start, it's a very hard business to go into because you know, a business. um, I don't know (laughs) how much of a business you know it is, but you know, (laughs) that's a generous term. But you know, like, but it, you know, you have to be used to a lot of rejection, and especially like I, to me now, I think only in the last year have I gotten where, like I say, it doesn't bother me at all. Like I honestly. I get rejected and I'm like, okay, you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, honestly, <laughs> I, love whatever, that. I mean, if you want to know honestly what I say, you know, I'm like, I know I'll get that somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not with you. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I, and it really like goes out of my mind, but I used to hold on to those things and be like, oh, doubt myself, you know, and all that stuff. But I do think what I would tell anybody who's starting out is like, you know, it does get better. You know what I'm saying? Like you do, cause you realize, you know obviously uh, you know you're getting published people like what you're saying so right. just you know you're just not this poem didn't connect with this place or this book manuscript didn't collect with this place but people want to read it and every time like you know the ones that I get rejected the most are always the ones that people like the most so I always feel like you know <laughs> like okay there's no sense to it in a way you know what I mean like you just kind of have to yeah. remove yourself from the um like emotional attachment about you know
0: and as as someone who does have you know quite a bit of work out there in the world how do you I guess where do you uh how much do you write versus how much do you send out
1: oh well I mean like I write every day I do write every day but that does not mean that I write I mean a whole poem every day or that I you know write a short story in a day or you know what I mean I work on something every day, you know, just to keep my mind, because I need that, you know, I it actually writing is a um, therapy to me. So it's, you know, I want to do it every day, even if it's just a little bit, I feel better for doing it. So uh, I always have something like out in the world, you know, for sure, you know, because I'm writing, and then I send like everything out, you know, so it's just a matter of (laughs) (laughs) like, right now, i probably have three things out, you know,
0: so nice. and <laughs> yeah. then kind of as we head toward you know kind of toward the finish line um what are some of the things that you are most excited about right now in the world of literature what's coming out that really is kind of grabbing your attention um and you know who should we be reading and then uh what is coming out for you in the future that we should uh, that we should let everybody know about
1: Okay. Well, um, I'm working on an anthology. That's another thing I get to do a lot is um, do the I've edited like seven anthologies now and so I'm doing one right now that's on harmony Korean and all the films he's either been in or written directed you know acted in it's called the book of corinthians and um and oh. so it's like spring breakers any of those and so i'm we're reading for that right now so that's why i'm doing a plug saying submit to this you know like you can um awesome. submit at gmail.com. but um but that and at my website there's all the guidelines but they um i love doing anthologies because you just get to read you know one i get like lucky in that i get good partners that always give me good ideas you know and i yeah. learn get to learn so much about a certain subject you know and so i was like watching all these different movies and reading all the critiques but i i love um just having the experience of reading so much different writing and then i on my own works i'd say i have um a book of short stories that's coming out (laughs) it's called you don't want this and um (laughs) and it's based on a short story that I wrote when I first started that's probably like my most popular short story it's about stripping and um anyway but it's all fun like kind of transgressive stories about stripping and you know different experiences in my life but um most of them are it's fiction but yeah, whatever, autofiction. Right. I'll, I'll, you know, <laughs> so, I'm happy, I'll, I'll claim it. <laughs> but I'm really excited for that to come out and I have a full-length poetry book coming out at the end of the year called Lollygagger. That's about like what I was saying earlier about kind of all the things you experience and that you get to write down later. and
0: awesome. you know. That's so exciting. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us today on TPT 220 uh-huh. Uh, we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Um, and we look forward to seeing what comes next for you and where you're uh,
1: headed. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Have a great <laughs> rest of your day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to tp 20 Please like, review, and